all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. And I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, professor of pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Well, tomorrow is Groundhog Day again. Time to get up and start your ever-familiar daily routine, right? For many of us, our days consist of basically the same pattern that we do over and over and over again. Does it feel right and good? Or is it just comfortable and easy? So how many of us go through the same routine day after day, month after month, sometimes year after year? Our lives begin to feel mundane and even boring sometimes. There may even be days that you don't notice anything about your day. It's just the same. You know that old saying, same old, same old? When somebody says, what's going on? Well, we need to get out of that. We need to be able to say something different. Say something different, not same-o, same-o. A routine really can be good and efficient, but often we end up on autopilot, and we just go through the motions of the day when the routine that we are stuck in is not a good one, then many of us still keep doing it. Some of the, the rote things that we go through might be something that really needs to change. So, okay, I'm going to take you back. Do you remember the movie Groundhog Day? Uh, I'm sure you've seen it at one time or another. And if you haven't, it might be worthy watching. It's not the most amazing movie, but it makes a good point. In the movie, Bill Murray and Addie McDowell play two people in love who get stuck living one day over and over and over and over again until they get something right. And I wonder how many of us are stuck. You might think you're going through life feeling happy um, or that life is okay, but maybe there's something that needs to change. Okay, I'm going to name just a few things that come to mind. Um, Coming home from work every day, it's after five, right? So immediately pouring a glass of wine or popping a beer up and sitting down and having a drink in front of the TV, not stopping to really share anything with your significant other, not really stopping to even notice your children, but just that rote thing. Okay, another, eating lunch at your desk at work to keep checking emails, not Not stopping to visit with anybody, not stopping to take a walk or a break, just hanging hanging at your desk and doing that. Okay, here's one that I know many, many of us do. 
Spending hours on social media, checking all throughout the day, reading every post, looking at the number of likes that you receive on whatever post you made. Of what value is that? Just asking. Think about it. Is that something that needs to to change? Eating fast food all during the weekday because you, quote, don't have time to cook. I know that's not true. We all have time to at least prepare a meal at night. It doesn't take that long if you don't cook fancy, and you don't have to. Okay? All right, last one, eating supper in front of the television. It's something you do. It's something you always do. You don't interact with anybody, and you really don't even know what you're eating when you do that. Okay, that's one of those recommendations that if you want to lose weight, you should never do because you don't notice what you're eating. All right, those ruts really may cause us to miss out on life that could bring us just some real wonder and joy. Maybe, you know, it's just amazing the little things that we probably miss often, like a sunset because we're in front of the TV. Or like a sunrise, because why would you go outside and look at the sunrise? You usually watch the morning news, right? They're just some very simple things. So we have some questions for you today. Are you happy with your life right now? Are you spending your life as you choose or because it's the pattern that is there, and so you need to do it? Are you just trying to get through each day? Is work work and something that you never enjoy? Because if that is the case, then you are in a rut that is really bad for you, okay? Are you just eking out an existence? If you answered yes to any of these, let's talk about why you're doing that. Why are you doing this to yourself and to your family? You really are doing a terrible disservice to yourself. Nobody wants to be unhappy all the time. But also, nobody wants to be in a boring, boring, (laughs) I was combining words, and mundane life. You just don't. So I have Michelle with me today, McAdoo, my producer. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for being with us again. Good morning, Happy Tuesday, the day before Groundhog Day. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it I think this is such a great topic for us to visit. But sometimes it's hard for us to admit (laughs) it is. These are topics that, you know, in the back of your head or like you said earlier, you just do. You get up. Just like the movie, the same routine. Put your feet on the floor, you go to the bathroom, you get dressed, you take a shower, you go to the same job, you go the same route, yeah. drive the same way to work and back. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some tips later on in the show. Right. And that's where I'm always at, talking about how to get out of the rut. It's always good to talk about it, but what can we do about it? Right. Let's right. get this phone call. Yeah. So we have a phone call coming in, um, and as we are answering that, I just I want to remind you there are some very simple things that you can do if you want to make a change. So keep that in mind as we go through. And I do have several tips, but before we get to the tips of why we do what we do, I may talk about some of the reasons but first, we have Steve, who's starting off early. Hi, Steve, in Boonville. Thanks for calling. Good. Good. 
Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's, I mean, this this topic hit, hits home with me because I have spent years off and on finding myself slipping into that kind of mode mm-hmm. where it's just on autopilot. And when I start feeling like I, there's got to be something better, there's there, I cannot remain in this pattern, even though it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just a normal boring routine pattern with job or anything to me it's a very very good red flag that comes up and reminds me that none of us were created to remain the same we were created for growth something needs to grow and develop in us and change and it starts with our thinking we've got to become aware of that need and and it, it really hits home with me off and on through the years uh, to, to motivate me, to get me to, to grow and develop and maybe go back to school or learn something new, to, to develop a hunger for something new. Yeah. Wonderful point, Steve. I want to know. So what, tell us when you've gotten into a road, give us an example of something that you've done to tweak your life and change it a little bit. Well, I'll, I'll have to say the thought of even in my older years of going back to school or taking new mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. or even even a correspondence courses, some, something new to, to develop and something that, that satisfies my curiosity. I, I wanted to learn something new. And uh, a lot of it has to do with, with job changes. And even though I've, I've gone to school and gotten a good trade um, in electronics, it's it's still there's a need that I'm aware of that I want to keep growing and keep learning something new, whether it's in electronics or mm-hmm. or whatever else. Yeah. There's a need, a natural need in all of us, I believe, to to grow and develop constantly. Yeah. There's no set set level. Right. That can that can be such an exciting point. I'll tell you. Um, a few years ago, I was um, when I retired the first time. Um, <laughs> I I had always wanted to learn to draw better, and so I took some art lessons. And I have to tell you, it injected some excitement in my life that I hadn't felt in a long time. So, Steve, your point about learning new things is a great one. And you know, there are many colleges around the state that offer night courses or even day courses for adults who who would like to to increase their repertoire of learning. There are all kinds of art classes. I know in in Canton in the summer they often have adult art classes. Millsaps College has lots of classes and I'm sure that there are plenty of other places all around our state who do a wonderful job at our our state universities and even junior colleges. So um, thanks for calling in and starting us off, Steve. I think that's the way to get out of the rut is to get excited about learning something new and different. All right. Um, You know, I I think let me go over a couple of reasons before we go to our first break um, about how we how we get stuck. Um, Sometimes we get stuck just because it's it's easier. Um, It's hard sometimes to come up with the oomph to push. Sometimes we get stuck because 
we are anxious about change and it feels uncomfortable um, to to make a change because we are unable to take we don't have the confidence in ourselves for example or we we're a little bit in the ditch um, as I call it so your mood is not good and so if your mood is not good sometimes it's hard to get the energy to push yourself but once you do it it can make a big difference in your life so I also want to move along as we are talking. You know, if you if you really are living your life not with joy and happiness, let's talk about making that change today. Okay, so give us a call. We're going to go to our first break. We're talking about getting out of the rut, making a change. You can call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. We will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress with a mindful minute. Children grow up so fast, before you know it, they'll be starting kindergarten. A good way to watch for school readiness is to mark developmental milestones like talking in sentences, counting, writing, and playing well with others. Positive adult-child relationships are key to helping children meet these milestones. You already have the tools you need. Talking, singing, and reading are fun ways to help children learn and thrive. One way to celebrate these special moments is to use a milestone checklist. Healthcare providers are also a great resource to help make sure your child's on the mark and ready for the next step. Examples of developmental milestones, fun family activities, and additional resources can be found at MississippiThrive.com. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress here with Michelle McAdoo. And we are talking about making it a beautiful day, right? We're talking about making every day feel good. Not a rote, mundane, boring day, but a good day. So what do you need to do? Maybe, maybe it's just driving to work a different way, going and enjoying some scenery. Leave a few minutes early and go the long way so that you can enjoy yourself. And, you know, maybe if you are one of those who typically drives on the interstate, give yourself some time and get off that interstate travel. I don't know. It's just an idea. Somebody may push back on that. All right, we're going to go back to the phones. We have Brother Daniel in Pascagoula. Hi, Brother Daniel. How you doing, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) Doing well. Oh, oh, good, good. Man, it's just a joy to hear that magnolia smile. You know, (laughs) y'all two right there. Uh, I'm going to say vanilla and chocolate. (laughs) 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 You know what I'm saying? I like that. I mean, because, because, see, y'all the mothers. 
that, you know, we need this. This is so good. What I've been doing, I just got finished feeding some of the homeless down here in Pascagoula and mm. doing a little counseling. And I, I'm, 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 I'm sad that the pandemic came, but in a way, I feel blessed that we had a chance to reflect and find ourselves. See, a lot of people are saying, well, we need to go back to the way it was. And, well, we really don't want to go back to the way it was because we had a lot of problems. But now people are starting to reflect, oh, man, I have family I ain't never seen. I, I can do something different in my life. I've been always working and paying bills and not enjoying what I, my, my how you say, what I've made out of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're in a situation, we don't need to really get, because I talk to a lot of people here and they're so depressed, they're so worried. Mm -hmm. See, we don't need to be worried. Now, for you, the Christian brothers and sisters and others, we know that we don't worry. We pray on it, leave it to God, and let him handle it. And the things that we can handle, we just need to step back, take our time, and troubleshoot the problem. And, you know, and that's the main thing, because we don't have enough smiles on our face. You know, you say hello to some people, and they, they have it, and then you have some that, we say hello. We're so happy today for mm -hmm. you're alive. Let us remember we are alive. You know we might have lost some loved ones, but look, they ain't suffering no more. Let's be happy for them, mm -hmm. and they're watching over over you. They're watching over you and your children. The children are looking at us adults of how we handle things. So it is important that as adults we must handle ourselves correctly. So that they may see that there's a positiveness out of the darkness. Amen. Amen. Good words, Brother Daniel, as always. I, I, you, you made some points. First of all, I want to thank you for feeding our homeless, helping the homeless in your area, because there are so many people who have been down in their luck. And having having that bright face and that bright spot um, is so incredibly important. I know we have a lot of good, really incredible people going, doing wonderful things around our state. Love your neighbor. That's yeah. what it's about. Love your neighbor. Yep. And you can see the joy and the excitement. Um, if you if you just make yourself stop and and look and listen and try to help people out. So. Um, you know, I think the other point that I want to reemphasize that Brother Daniel in Pascagoula brought up is that um, adults are the model. And sometimes adults are very poor models. And so we need to check ourselves. If we are in a rut of being negative and um, not someone who is is trying to see the good in people but always seeing the bad, that's a rut we need to get out of, too. So really, really important to, to take a handle on what we're doing. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your call. Thanks so much. Love you. All right. Take care. All right. We're going to go stay on the phones. We have Alan, who's been waiting in Raymond. Hi, Alan. Thanks for calling. Oh, good morning. Thank you very much. I love this show and all the other shows. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I wish 
I wish I had the right of listening to the programs all the time, but I've gotten seeped in over and losing the motivation. I seem to be getting going later and later in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just before the pandemic, I was out of the house at 8 o'clock. I'm doing some stuff, fixing a house, and I barely, very rarely get to before dark. What am I doing? So, Alan, let me ask you a question. Um, are you are you working now, or have you retired? No, I retired. Okay. And so, when you were leaving the house earlier, what were you doing? What were you going out to do? Actually, I'm staying with my sister when she was going to work. I'm at a point to get out at the same time. Uh huh. And but then this time, the only time I get out of the house before daylight is when I make an appointment to get platelets. Well, that's an honorable thing you're doing, so that's great. So, Alan, um, a lot of times individuals who retire do have a, a great amount of difficulty figuring out what to do with their life next. But um, I'll just uh, give Steve as an example, our, our first caller, who mentioned uh, coming up with something you want to learn more about. Um, I'm going to mention just a few things that I can throw out. If you don't want to learn art or music, what about bird watching? What about getting yourself outside, um, setting up a little bird feeder and trying to to watch the birds and what's going on? My husband and I got into that a couple of years ago, and it was so fun. And we started noticing the colorful birds in our area that we had honestly I promise you, I probably had never seen them. And so, and I was a, I was a biology major, a biology minor and chemistry major. So, you know, sometimes if you can just tag on to, to little things that are not expensive to do, you can buy yourself a little bird book and you can, you know, buy some bird feed and a cheap bird feeder or make your own out of a can or a box and, um, and try it. Sometimes doing simple things like that can be helpful. Um, the other thing that I would recommend is um, if you're finding yourself sleeping later, make sure that you do something like um, setting your alarm clock for a reasonable time to get up, 7, 8 o'clock. I think that's okay. It's not too late. But to make yourself get up, wash your face, get dressed. Um, I think one mistake a lot of people make when they're not working a regular schedule is to is to stay in their pajamas. That's bad because of several things. One, you're not taking care of yourself anymore. You're not washing that face or combing that hair. So important to get yourself back into a routine so you can do something like that. So I hope that helps. I see you dropped off the line. And um, if you have any other thoughts or comments, feel free to call back, Alan. But thanks for calling. And I think you, as many people, fall into that rut of not getting out 
and then falling into the rut of not feeling how you can get out. So take some simple steps, baby steps. That's one of the recommendations. All right, let's stay on the phones. We have Kenyon on the road. Hi, Kenyon. You still there? I am. I am. I, I hope I don't cut out. I'm in a bad, kind of, kind of a bad uh, area cell-wise. But, uh, but yeah, um, I just, uh, I was calling, and, and uh, I think the great pastor down in, I think Pascagoula, um, touched on some of the stuff I was going to talk about as far as, I think a lot of us ended up, you know, definitely uh, getting, you know, a different perspective through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, uh, you know, getting to take a step back and, uh, you know, actually getting some time off work and, and uh, you know, finding some different things to do, um, you know. And and I think that's, that, that's, <clears throat> that just opened a lot of people's eyes, um, you know, as far as how life could be if we had the extra time a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to uh, to be able to go out and, like you said, go for nature, uh, be more active, spend more time with our family. And I, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of things that need to be tackled uh, systemically within the workforce uh, in general, um, you know, that could definitely take a lot of load off people that just don't have the, uh, I guess, you know, the economic uh, the, the income, you know, to feel stable in their lives. And, uh, and, you know, be able to, to do some of those things. But, you know, with what we do have, I will say, um, you know, the, the situation we are in, a lot of us having to work multiple jobs, you know, to make sure that, that we're making ends meet, take care of families and such. Um, you know, there are a lot, of, a lot of little things I think that you can do. I mean, for me in particular, you know, especially the, the winter season that we're in right now, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people do end up getting seasonal depression and different things. And a lot of times it's hard to do. It's hard to get yourself, you know, kick yourself in the butt, basically, to <laughs> get yourself off the couch. And, uh, and you know, but, but just a little exercise, even if you don't want to go to the gym, you know, you're not quite comfortable in that situation. Find little things to do around the house or even just a little exercise program to give you that energy and, and kind of help overcome some of that depression, as well as other social things, like you said, find different things to do, ways to get out of the house and, and just interact with people. Um, in the end, we're, we're social creatures and, and definitely need that in our lives. And uh, it's not easy for everybody, you know. Not everybody is just an outgoing, bubbly individual, you know, that, uh, that, that creates those uh, relationships. But you know, in time, take baby steps, sign up for little classes or, yeah. or do little things out and, and definitely, uh, I think definitely improve your mood overall. But I know for me in particular, it's, it's like I said, you get, you get into the, the, uh, nine to five or for me, it could be eight to 10 o'clock at night. I mean, you know, it just kind of mm-hmm. depends, but, um, you know, just getting, getting out of the, the normal rut, like I said, paying attention to little things, even if you're driving home, you know, you just got all the stressful things. Just be stressed. Look at the sun. Look at the stars. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Exactly. You are. You are so spot on, um, Kenyon. I'll. I'll say. I want to reinforce a couple of things you said. The the exercise piece is something that I did find COVID. Many people who hadn't been exercising for years, once they we had the shutdown, many people got outside and walked. And if you've listened to this radio show 
Tuesday mornings. I mentioned several times during during the initial shutdown that I was seeing people walking that I'd never seen before. My husband and I started walking on a regular basis and saw neighbors outside and waved to him that we hadn't seen in years and, and in wow. fact, hadn't even met, right? Isn't it crazy? You know, yeah. we, we, we've become, I feel like, very isolationist, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a lot of our uh, ways of living. And uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, but like you said, like I said, I mean, the uh, the hustle and bustle, and, and especially if you're in low economic means, I mean, you may be working two or three jobs and not even get a chance to wave at your neighbor or get to know them. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and growing up for me, you know, we were def- definitely a very – very small community, very tight-knit. You knew everybody. You, you know? did back then. Yes, we did in our community, too. One other thing that, that I just want to mention is that the the slowdown made people realize maybe they didn't need quite as much money as they did before because they weren't going out to eat every day. They weren't right. using up as much gas every day. And so maybe to simplify lives, our lives, and I'm not saying stay home and never do anything i'm just saying maybe take a breath and enjoy the things that don't cost any money right yeah absolutely and i i was able to save a good bit you know during uh oddly enough as stressful as it was for a lot of people like you said restaurants were closed and you know we were Mm -hmm. cooking at home doing those things and uh and enjoying time together that we never had before and i thought that was amazing yeah um but I do, you know, and there's a lot of little things, and I know that's what you're you're hitting on, you know, mostly in this program, just the little things that we can do with the situation that we're in, and that's very, very important. Right. I do, you know, I do think that we do need to make a lot of changes in, uh, you know, just just in the in the workplaces in general, the hours that we work, the uh, the pressure that we're put under. And, and I think a lot of people reflected on that during, you know, during COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the staffing shortages and a lot of people changing their careers because they were like, holy cow, yeah. it's nice to be able to have that income and not, you know, be so stressed out um, constantly, um, right. you know, and, you know, be happier at work. And so I decided to make of- right. And they decided to make changes. Um, you know, a lot of people decided to do their start their little private business that they'd always dreamed of. A lot of people decided that they were going to really limit their work hours. And so I think I'm going to reiterate, Kenyon, I think you're cutting out a little bit. Um, a couple of things before we go to our next caller, and that is um, that working through lunch and not stopping when work is over and not taking off on weekends is something that our electronic media and emailing back and forth and texting back and forth has done to us. We need to pull back a bit. You can be more productive if you work hard during the work hours and then really take some time off. Studies show that. Well, Kenyon, thank you. You had lots of good words. Be careful. Okay, we're going to go to our next break. And, Bell, hang on in Yazoo County. We will be back. We have other open lines, so give us a call. Join the conversation. We've got plenty of time. one mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Let's not be Groundhog Day. Let's get out of that rut and start over. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, Professor of Internal Medicine and Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress here with Michelle McAdoo, and we are talking about getting out of that rut, doing something so that you don't have a virtual Groundhog Day going on over and over again. All right. Before we get to some of our recommendations, I want to go back to the phones. We have Belle in Yazoo County, who's been very patient. Hi, Belle. Well, hello, and thanks for taking the call. I had a couple of... Oh, I didn't mean to butt in. I got Go ahead. a couple of comments, and one was... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. A, few, a couple of years ago before the pandemic, a friend and I went down to the museum uh, to see from wolf to wolf, because we both like dogs, and um, parked the car kind of far back from the museum, and we were walking down the sidewalk and there were picnic tables out there and we came upon a family uh with the parents or maybe the grandparents and some younger kids having a picnic lunch out there Mm -hmm. and the children's museum was down the hill and the big museum was right there and i just i i i was so happy to see that i thought what a great thing to do for the kids and the family and um the other thing is, um, on a, on some of the other shows at 9 o'clock on the radio, uh-huh. I noticed that, um can't think of her last name, but Libby, the retired museum director uh-huh. and a biologist, uh-huh. yeah. um, comments all the time. She's a keen observer, and she talks about all the birds and the critters in her backyard. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, and Felder has people calling in and they're talking about bushes and things that grow. And um, I just think those are, are really out of the ordinary observances, and they're fun to hear. And thank you. They they really are, and they enhance your life so much. Yeah, Lib- Libby Hartfield and, yeah, and Felder both are clearly such wonderful nature lovers and they they make us all think about okay what do we need to notice what and sometimes it's not really doing anything it's just using your eyes and using your ears as you can to listen um, to the beautiful sounds or to look or to smell you know when we talk about Mindfulness. Again, early in the pandemic, when we were talking about how we could help people calm down because there was so much anxiety going on, we we talked about using your senses and making yourself stop, really stop, and smell things, really stop. 
stop and observe something. Really stop and make yourself taste something like um, a rosemary sprig or a lemon balm or a mint leaf or something like that. Um, really stop and listen and hear the birds chirping because they do. You know, it's so much fun for me to listen to our state bird, the monkey bird, um, with all the numerous sounds. But you have to make yourself stop and listen. Get out of that rut of rushing from one place to the other, going the same way every time, going inside, pouring that drink, turning on the news to watch the news. If if we would make ourselves just slow down, maybe at the end of the day, um, or, you know, maybe wake up a little bit earlier at the beginning of the day and make yourself start taking those little baby steps, and it might make a big difference. Right, Bill? Right. So, well, thank you for, for bringing that up, because I think those are, um, those are some things that don't cost very much. And in fact, a picnic doesn't cost anything more than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> if you want to do that, right? But yeah. to... Uh, you know, uh, the times that, that I've been to the, mu- the Children's Museum or the Natural Science Museum, you do often notice people just sitting and enjoying the out of doors. And I love walking up to the Children's Museum and wa- in, in the summer and watching parents let their kids just play in the water splash. Um, simple things like that cost nothing. All you have to do is take the time to sit and listen, right? Um, But it's out of the rut. You have to make yourself move and make a change. Okay, Belle, thanks for calling. Thank you. All right, we have open lines, so join the conversation. Um, How'd you get out of your rut if you did? Or are you still struggling um, with that rut and trying to figure out what to do? You can call us at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. Um, I think we're going to take our final break, and when we come back, we will go over some of those tips. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Susan Buttress, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Children grow and change so fast. It's important to help them build the strong foundations they need to help develop lifelong skills and succeed in school. Whether it's singing songs in the car or counting steps while walking to the mailbox, there are many ways to help young children learn new skills and reach new developmental milestones. Even before they can talk, babies can make connections and respond to adults' words, sounds, and facial expressions by clapping, waving, or smiling back at them. Not only is it fun, but it's important to talk, read, and sing with children. More at MississippiThrive.com.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. We're talking about trying not to have a Groundhog Day, trying not to make yourself do the same rote things that you do every single day that don't feel good. Now, some routine is okay. We all need a little bit of routine. Children need routine. It brings security to them. But when that routine becomes so boring and mundane that you are not enjoying life, shake it up. Do something. Make a change, and you can do it. And so that's what we're talking about doing today. All right, we're going to go back to the phones. We have Craig in Biloxi. Hi, Craig. Hi, good morning. Uh, first, I want to say, I mean, I think everyone has struggles with uh, keeping the right state of mind. I mean, I mean, look at the Buddhists and, 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 and other people that are in the monasteries and stuff. They, they practice year-round. Yeah. Uh, uh, and one thing that you brought up a minute ago was by living for the moment. And for me, that's the answer to change the mundane into ritual. Ah, expand on that a little bit. Well, you know, you know, like if you're going to wash your face, you can take a bowl of hot water outside and and sit it there and, and listen to the birds chirp and take and put some put your face and you know splash water on your face. I like I mean, it. That's a mundane thing. You know, I, I, I had my uh, female friend did that a couple of months ago, and she's like, wow, this is nice. Uh, and, and I have one question about the vagus nerve. It, it, the one that causes, I mean, if you get joy and if you get stress, is that the same mm. area? Mm, somewhat the same, yeah. It really is. Um, the vagus nerve um, is is part of the control of the fight or flight. So, you know, it depends, yes, um, on on the the height of the anxiety and the height of the excitement, and so it it certainly can. Um, so what you want to be able to do is is stimulate the areas of your brain that are allowing you to feel joyful and happy, and and so very, you know, uh, there there sometimes is a fine line in that joyful excitement. And the excitement that turns into anxiety. So, Craig, your point, your question is is a good one. So, but, um, you know, a little bit of that anxiety excitement is good, like we've talked about. Um, when it's bad is when it it's overly excited and you're in a constant state of alert. So... Okay, well, I, that doesn't happen to me at a constant state. I get, I either get stress or joy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love your idea of using maybe sometimes the mundane task, but doing it maybe in a different fashion. I mentioned having your cup of coffee outside instead of sitting at the kitchen table or at the bar in the kitchen um, inside. So, um Everybody, think about that little tip from Craig. That was a good one. 
Thanks for calling. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we'll go on to Charlie in Memphis. Hi, Charlie. Thanks for calling. Hey, Dr. Susan. Thank you for letting me uh, have a good uh, association with you. I now have called a number of times. Yes, I love having I you. Just, yeah, thank you for Memphis. I, I uh, work in health care, and so therefore I need downtime. And what I've done is I go home, and I don't turn on the TV. I turn on the stereo, and I play music, mm. and I dance because my family, we all danced when we were young. And I'm saying it's the best stress relief in the world if you just enjoy, you know, 30 minutes of dance and music every day. I love it. Music can be such medicine for some. I love yep. that idea. And um, and not turning on the TV. You know, news, I like staying up to date, and I like knowing what's going on. But I think sometimes when we have it on all day long, we don't allow ourselves to find joy out there because there's not a lot of really great news out there right now so turn that music on absolutely right yeah and you have you have to listen you know to things that are positive as well as all the negative because so much is seems negative right now Mm -hmm. and music is a great way and dancing so you're doing two things you're letting your ears have something that's pleasing to you and you're doing some exercise. You know, I, I've right. mentioned on the show before my um, parents um, back many years ago when they were still uh-huh. healthy and living. Um, they, yeah. after work, they would sometimes turn on music and I'd walk in the house and they'd be dancing. It was so lovely and such a it good really thing. Is. My yeah. parents did the same thing and my mother encouraged all of us. My sisters were a little older than my brothers, but we all danced. And I forgot how wonderful it was until the last couple of years. I had to, I tell my friends, don't call me at this certain time. I'm home dancing. I love it. Okay, listeners, dust off those things that you used to do for fun and bring them back out like Charlie did. I love that. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Well, okay, in the last couple of minutes, I want to talk a little bit about ways to make change and how to do it, okay? The first thing you have to do is acknowledge that, that okay, Houston, we have a problem. We need to do something. I need to – I'm in a rut. I've got to do something. It's okay that I have not really noticed this. Now I'm going to make a change. The other thing is think about breaking things down into the proverbial baby steps. Don't say, okay, I'm making, I'm changing jobs. I'm moving to another place. I'm come up with some small baby steps. Okay. Don't look for perfection. If you're making a change, it doesn't have to be a perfect change. It can just be a small change. And then gradually work on it as you're moving along. Um, Sometimes we've already mentioned a couple of very simple things like getting that fresh air, um, dancing when you 
hadn't danced before, taking your cup of coffee outside, exercising. But a couple of other things you can do is talk to someone, sit down and say, I'm feeling like I need to make a change. Um, I'd like for you to help me with some ideas or to run your idea past them. Maybe one thing you can do is sit down and visualize your happy day. What would be a happy day for you? And don't visualize doing nothing and laying around doing nothing. That's a bad visualization. Visualize something that would make you happy. How can you change your life a little bit? And it doesn't mean winning the lottery so you don't have to work. But how can you work and still feel good and happy? What would that be? Maybe sometimes think about journaling down some of those simple things that you can do. The other thing um, I want to make sure is that you remember whatever you do, try to make yourself keep moving forward. There's a great quote that I think was attributed to Winston Churchill, and he said something like, if you're going through hell, keep going. And isn't that the truth? You don't want to stop if things aren't where they need to be. So keep going, keep moving forward. Try to do something that will, one, get you out of that rut, to improve your life, perhaps improve the life of others, and just make you feel more joy, joyful and passionate and happy about life. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Uh, once again, listeners, thank you so much. And callers, as I always say, you make the show. If you'd like to hear this show again or any other past episodes, you can listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast app by searching Southern Remedy, Relatively Speaking. This show is a production of MPB Think Radio, engineered, and the call screener and the producer was Michelle McAdoo. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking and that you'll stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next, right here on MPB Think Radio.